Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. First deal of trade season, at least as it pertains to Sacramento made. Uh, Of course, it is a small one, though, but we're all monitoring our push notifications to see if that Backup five is out there or what might be out there uh, for Monty McNair. But first up is Kessler Edwards. So we'll keep an eye on that. If there's anything more regarding that deal that we could pass along to you, of course, we absolutely will. Okay, see, we were talking about young players a moment ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to attempt to bring back a conversation we were having yesterday. Uh, the Internet has been having. Kings fans have been having. Hmm. Uh, and that you and James uh, got into a, a discussion about, and that's that's Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Um, actually, it's not. Mike. It's Davion Mitchell. Shut out, uh, Donovan not, Mitchell. Got I, me. I wouldn't. Even, I, I was going to let it slide. I think the Kings should go acquire Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> I had an epiphany. You won't believe it. Speaking of uh, Donovan Mitchell, real quick. You know, can, can I point out that just Kessler Edwards' middle name is Donovan, and that's where it came from because mm. we were talking about during the commercial break. Donovan Edwards sounds like a star. That sounds that's, like a uh, thought, top I, ten scorer in league. I was league wondering all time. where you got that name from. Yeah, Don, Donovan Edwards. Yeah, that sounds like a star. That sound, that that that's, that sounds like money. Um, Keegan Murray with his three pointers last night. I forgot the exact numbers, but he's uh, Tim Maxwell was talking about. He's on pace for two hundred. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it, and and I Which you know I Donovan Mitchell's rookie. I, I appreciate the 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 work that the 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 television team does. I think they, I think they missed that. Uh-oh. They kept talking about the franchise record with Bogey, where it was like, "Yo, he has a real chance at the NBA record." Oh, they never mentioned the NBA. I record. never heard them mention oh, the. Okay. They kept mentioning. Uh, I think um, that he broke the the single game single record. game record. Yeah. Ricky Barry, and he's approaching Bogey's record, which he he very well could break tonight. Who needs to see LeBron James when you could see? <laughs> Uh, Keegan Murray break Bogey's record in in what fifty three <laughs> games. That's like uh, Warriors fans who watch their game over Kobe's game. <laughs> well, that was a record. I I, I don't fault them for that. Uh, I, I would have watched Kobe's. Game. I always said if you were quick with with the remote, you saw the only part that mattered. <laughs> if you were quick with the remote, you saw the buzzer go off and win seventy three happen. That game was a blowout too. It was trash. Yeah, yeah, it was trash. Um. I mean, there is a DVR too, by the way. That, that's a thing. There is the internet. That that that, that is a thing as well. Uh, but yeah, I thought I think they missed that. That mm. like Keegan Murray has a real shot at Donovan Mitchell's uh, yeah. NBA record. Um, but the person I was attempting to talk about was actually Davion Mitchell, and 
We saw we saw that defensive Davion last mm-hmm. night. We saw that moment that gets clipped and shared on Twitter tens of thousands of times, right? Mm-hmm. We saw that last night. And we've had this, you know, you know, James has his feelings about Davion and and I, and I think there are some Kings fans who are like, hey, you get, you know, I saw this a lot in the, the, the YouTube comments from some of yesterday's videos. You guys were just wrong about Davion. Like, he's cool on defense. He just doesn't have anything to offer offensively. Like, he, maybe he's just not the right fit for this team. I just think our assessment in this young man was off. And my, my, my thought yesterday is you and James were, were going back and forth. And this is regularly my feeling. Because I do feel like, and we've told, we told him this. This isn't a secret. James is really hard on Davion. He's a second-year player. We're ready to be done with Davion Mitchell? Like, we collectively believe Davion has gotten as good as he can get 120-something games into his career? Mm. That's a no for me, dog. (laughs) I'm going to vote no on that one. And I had very high hopes for Davion entering this season. Mm-hmm. Because I, I I I thought of all of the guys on this roster, he would probably be the easiest to establish a clear, defined role. Yeah. And that hasn't necessarily been the case. But, man, I I'm not ready to give up on Davion. I'm not ready to be done with Davion. I think Davion still has a ton to offer this team. Um, you know, I, I think we talk about getting in the gym and working and no days off and 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 and, and the, uh, the 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 videos that he puts out in the office. Yo, that's that's all great. Let's work with Mike and Jordy and 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 Jay and DC and Liz. Let's work with the coaching staff and figure out, hey, what do y'all want from me? Mm. What can I best do? to make the biggest impact on this team. Working hard is a phenomenal characteristic to have. Working smarter might be just as good. And I feel like Davion might need to go from working harder to working smarter. What is his role on this team, and how can he solidify it heading into next year? I think any adjustments, he's just going to have to find it for the next 30 games. Like he's, He's just going to have to do it himself. But in this offseason, like, I'm not even remotely close to being ready to see Davion's time with Sacramento done. I agree with you 100%, man. And and I'm not not exactly sure what people want. Like, when you talk about, as a backup point guard, what you what you want the guy to be. I mean, Bones Highland, I'm not exactly sure. I can look it up real quick what he's doing. I want to say he's probably like 12 points a game or something like that. Bones Island, yeah, 12 points a game exactly, 12.1. Um, but he's like a, a top-tier backup point guard. Tyus Jones um, for, for Memphis, another top-tier backup point guard. Uh, those guys, there's like a handful of those guys. The rest, you're talking about a guy that's averaging six, seven, eight points a night. Like that's – Davion's averaging 5.8 points per night. And you're talking about his offense. Like that's – do I think he can do better? Do I want him to see do, uh, to do better? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But it's not the end of the world. You're not a losing team or anything because of your backup point guard. 
I really don't even think I don't if you took if you took uh Bones Highland or Tyus Jones and put them and back them up behind Darren Fox, I don't even think your win total will be much different. Hmm. I really don't. Like what Davion gives on the offense is almost a, a bonus. His job is to be a front line defender. And he does that as good as anybody in this league, especially coming off the bench. And we were talking about on J Street Vibes and, and Jason Jones, he he read off his, his last uh few games, his minutes log. It's all over the place. It's all over the place. Like it's somebody, especially somebody like Davion, he's not Lou Williams. He's he's not uh Terrence Ross or anybody like that. Like most of these guys aren't those guys. They're going to need consistent minutes to get into a flow to understand, hey, I got these minutes coming up. These are where my shots are coming from. These are where my opportunities are coming from. I'm going to be locked in. You look at his last game, he goes 17 last night, 29-22. I'm talking about his minutes play. 10 minutes, 12 minutes, 18-18, 12, 12, 11, 11, 10, 20, 11. They're all over the place. Mm. Like how are you getting in a rhythm when you don't have – when you get in a rhythm offensively, Mm -hmm. when you don't have consistent offense? Now the answer to that is if I'm Mike Brown, Jordy Fernandez, those guys – Hey man, whatever you give me on offense is cool, mm-hmm. but defense is something that I know you can bring every night, and that's what we're looking for. And to be honest with you, I think he's doing what the coaches are asking him to do. Like, do once again, do they want him to score a little bit more? Sure, sure. He's he's not like perfect on the offensive end, but they're asking him, hey, come in there, run the team uh, on the offensive end and make sure that you're at the front line on the defensive end. And we may call you again in that fourth quarter in crunch time to guard somebody, be ready for that. He does all that. He does all that. I think it's been way overblown, um, Davion Mitchell and all this other stuff. And like we talked about yesterday, you look at him in the two games he started over the weekend and he didn't play well at all. And you're like, well, you know, uh, if if Fox goes down, this team's in trouble. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. If, Good call. If, if any of these guys that are the best players on their team goes down, yeah. the team is going to be in trouble. Yes. That's solid basketball <laughs> analyst right there. Uh, 916-909-1320. Uh, Luke Walton on the line. Uh, Ross. Our, our man Ross is on the line. Ross, what's happening? You know, as a coach, I just Oh, man, look at Ross. Wow. <laughs> no, this is Luke. This is Luke. It's got to be Luke. <laughs> What's you know, up, he Ross? Played under me for a little bit, so yep. I know better than anybody. <laughs> yep, no doubt. Uh, no, all jokes aside, uh, Davion, man, the guy is closer to a a good NBA player than he is a bad NBA player. He's mm-hmm. got his defense figured out. Um, he does things on offense, like his dribbles are good. He keeps his dribble alive. Um, his confidence right now. I mean, the guy is so close. I want to bring up uh, Marcus Smart. Because um, mm-hmm. he's obviously not as big as Marcus Smart, but if you look at Marcus Smart's first four years, they're almost exactly the same as Davion's. And what nobody talks about is when free agency came around for Marcus Smart, it was crickets. Like you can look up the articles, nobody wanted Smart, and he kind of went back and figured out a deal with Boston. So a player like that, it don't happen overnight. You got to yeah. stick with these defensive guys, and if they can become offensive players, then they're really special. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I'm with Davion for you know for as long as he wants to be here. Yeah, it's good yeah. stuff. Appreciate you, Ross. Absolutely. Uh, again, nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty.
thirteen twenty, and and that's part of the I think the the discussions about Davion Mitchell. It's, it's part of the the downside to the draft process, especially for us, right? When I say us, I mean us collectively. We're, we, unfortunately, have been so ingrained in it for so long. Mm-hmm. And not only ingrained in the draft process, like every fan of, of, of teams, regardless of where you're drafting, like it's important to you. Kings are always in the lottery. And, you know, we're we're analyzing this and that and who goes with this and who goes with that. What's the long term plan? What's the short term plan? And I think when we talk about Davion, it, it, it gets you know, when we talk about these graphics, same is probably true uh, for Keegan Murray, just as it was Tyrese, just as it was, you know, every other player that's been drafted. Mm-hmm. We really accentuate the positives like we really, really highlight the positives. Like that was one of the difficult things for me last year with Jaden Ivey is all I wanted to do was talk about how great he could be offensively and how dynamic he could be and what a playmaking score he could be as years to come in this league. When the flaws were very clear, the flaws are still flaws that Jaden Ivey's going to have to work through as a pro. We did the same thing with Keegan Murray. Like, we put a ceiling on Keegan Murray, but we spent more time talking about the great things we could do instead of talking about some of the things that could hinder them in the pros. Mm-hmm. And that's that's our fault, right? That's our fault collectively for how we handle the draft process. So when we see something that we're not talking about through that entire process, it's almost like it comes as a surprise. Oh, wait a minute. Y'all said Davion was going to grow as an offensive player. Yeah, you're right. We did. Okay, maybe he's not fully developed in year two. Maybe there are some more things that he's got to be able to accomplish. Maybe there's some more work that he has to do. But the things that we highlighted on the defensive end are all very true right now, and there has to be value to that. 100%. Now, I'll, I'll blow people's minds again with a little something when they worry about his offense and he's not as good offensively and all this other stuff. Field goal percentage is up. Shooting 45% this year, shot 41% last year. His three-point percentage is up. Shot 31% last year, shooting 33% this year. His free throw percentage is up. Shot 66% last year, shooting 70% this year. The only thing that's down is his minutes. Hmm. He played 27 minutes a night last year. He's only playing 18 a minutes this, this year. Let's grab let's grab Lewis right now because we got Coach Patrick set to join us in, a, in, in, in just a minute, and I want to get Lewis in here first. Lewis, what's happening? Hey, not much. Hey, hey, guys. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, wait a minute. Lewis calling from the set of so Fast sorry. and Furious 10. You know what? I'm sorry. You guys really caught me, like, walking into the grocery store. But I'll say this. <laughs> Davion Mitchell, um, I thought Coach Brown um, moved away from him a little bit quick, and I think I feel like it cost us a game. Um, you know, we lost by three with Malik Monk coming down the stretch in the fourth quarter, and, um, you know, he had four turnovers. Um, I thought he had a little bit of a, a short leash with it. Mm. Mm. Okay, I the, we'll, we'll, okay. Here's what we'll do. Let's let's table that conversation. Uh, we'll come back. We'll 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 talk more about Davion Mitchell. We'll talk a lot more about the Sacramento Kings. I, I don't know if he re- he was talking about the Pacers game. I don't even that's know if he. I, I think he's talking. I think he's talking about the Pacers game because yeah. that's where you know Davion was. That that was a bit of a a, a tough game for Davion. Coach Patrick's going to join us. We obviously got a lot more Kings talk on the way. Uh, Jason Jones coming up the final hour of the show. Stealing with KC here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN thirteen twenty. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. D-Lo and KC continues. Streaming live on the Odyssey app. Live on the Odyssey app. Live on twitch.tv slash ESPN1320. YouTube.com slash ESPN1320. And live with our favorite coach. Yeah. Coach Patrick. There we go. Sac State Hornets. Men's basketball. Coach, man. Coach, what's your favorite movie? Like, 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 well, what do you want to talk about today, Coach? Well, tell us, tell us about you people, Coach. Have you seen you people, Coach? Give us your thoughts on. Give us your. I haven't seen new you people yet, but it looked funny. I need to watch some comedy, man. I need some laughter going on. Are you a Kenya Barris fan? Watch Blackish or Grownish or Mixedish or any of those things, like. I, I like Blackish. My favorite movie is like Shawshank Redemption, so I oh, feel that's... like I'm in the prison. You know, I, I've never seen it. I've never seen Shawshank. Coach, <laughs> with the way the last week has gone, Coach, don't watch that. <laughs> don't say, let's let's find let's find something. You people's the perfect movie, man. Let's let's find something. Let's let's find something happy and 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 cheerful for you for for you watch. You're you're, you're all smiles right now. Obviously, losing's part of the process. You're you guys. You're in all of these games. Uh, yep. you, you guys, you, you're going to have this. You're going to have that Wilt Chamberlain number here pretty soon, where like your players are averaging more minutes per game than are actually <laughs> in a college basketball game. You guys are going to overtime so often, but I, 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 I know it's got to be. You know, it's got to be tough when you get to those overtime games and they don't go your way. You know what? It, it's tough, and I always got to bring it back to like, yes, we're still learning. You know, but but we always seem to be up or down or up even last on Saturday night, you know, we're up with two, two, 
with uh, eight seconds to go in the game and, uh, you know, make an error and uh, the game goes to overtime and we can't, we can't get stops, but it shouldn't have got to that point. And that's what I'm trying to get, get our guys to know the mistakes made at the beginning of the game and just as, just as crucial as the mistakes, you know, made at the end of games. And so um, I'm just hopeful that learning curve happens quicker, quicker than most, but I, but I know, you know, that, that I was brought here to, kind of guide this plane and there's going to be some turbulence here and there. And, you know, my job is to try to steady that steady this plane and, and get this thing going back in the right direction. Coach, you've been around a lot of basketball, man. And and have you seen uh, a year, have you been a part of a year quite like this with so many close games? Like feels like almost all of them have been close. No, I, I haven't, you know, and, and, you know, that's one thing with the team I'm kind of like year one, I've usually, you lose, you're getting blasted by 15 or 20 or, or, or you know, your team quits or, or you got guys leaving the program halfway through because they don't they're not they're not trusting what you're doing. Um, we don't have that. So the, the, the close games have not been the case. I've either won some early or got got blown out. But uh, this has been a good learning curve for me because I've, I've never had to draw up so many late game plays in my in my life. I've only got so much in my head, man. So I'm always like, man. <laughs> What, what can I pick up? Because you you're not in those situations a lot right. during the course of the college season. And we've had every situation you can think about, sideline with two seconds to go, in line with one second to go. Um, so it's helped my team kind of learn how to adapt in those situations. I'm just hopeful that we can continue to push through the door more than we have in, uh, as of late. I think you got great perspective on this, Coach. That's part of the reason, uh, you know, Sac State brought you in here. But how how are your players receiving this? Because it's it's, it's got to be dejecting to walk off the floor uh, after you know overtime game after overtime, especially you know as, as you said this weekend, those, those games you feel like you have in hand. You know, so, some of it's dejecting, and and some of it is, and I and I address this. I'm like when you when you haven't won at the level that I, we all that I expect them to win at. Some of it's they're they're just happy to be in these games. Like they think it's okay to be to mm. be up by one at halftime against Eastern Washington and lose. They think it's okay to be uh, a chance to beat Montana State. Like like I'm trying to teach them like it's not okay. Like we're supposed to beat them. Um, that that so I don't think that the lo- the losing hurts, but it doesn't hurt as much to them yet. You know, mm. and I think that because I think there's a there's a complacent part that you know we're doing better than we were last year or the year before. And even the guys I've got from from the portal, which is the, the, the transfer world, some of them have left situations where they've, where they've quite frankly lost before. Or some of them have left situations where they haven't played a lot. And so they're just happy to be playing. So I'm just yeah. trying to get all those, uh, you know, all that in, in, into one season just, just very hard and trying to trying to get this group going in the right direction. Is it is it fair to, like, paraphrase what you just said? Is it, it doesn't hurt as much as you would like it to for them? It, it, correct. You know, yeah. it doesn't hurt as much as I, you know, it's, it, and it's this day and age of kid that you're dealing with, but it's also, um, you know, I want to be, I want to win the big sky, you know, and I, and that's it. And that's my goal mm-hmm. here. And I want them to know that, um, and that losing hurts, you know, not playing, losing hurts when you make mistakes that you shouldn't make. You're going to, you're going to miss shots, right? That, that happens with the game, but when you're missing, Blockouts, you missing defensive assignments. I, I sound like my man Silas last night at, oh. with the Rockets. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not quite there yet, but but that's the stuff over the course of time that that begins to begins to hurt when you, you've been somewhere. Now he's been there three years, 
Uh, I'm sure it's more frustrating to him than it is, uh, don't, is to me don't, right now. Don't walk out on us, Coach. Don't walk out on us. They're, they're not doing <laughs> no, what they're no, supposed no. to do. <laughs> we felt so bad for Steven Silas last night. <laughs> that was oh, tough. But, that was but, tough to but see. But it, get, it gets tough, man, when you get when you get young kids and you do the scouting report and, and you tell, tell them, you know, point man and ball and they don't do that. Mm. Um, it becomes frustrating, especially when you're dealing with pros like he's dealing with. Yeah. yeah. It's funny you say that because, like, like I said, I'm coaching some ten year olds and I'm talking to them about point man and ball. And I guess it's still college guys. You gotta tell, them, hey, point man and ball. Like these are things that, you know, you and I and you would think uh the, the get ingrained in their head at this age of like ten and eleven years old. But to this day you're still teaching those things, huh? No, no well, because everybody does shell drill. You do it, I'm sure, with mm. your 10-year-olds, we do it in college, they do it in the NBA. I keep telling them the teams that do shell drill at the elitist level around the world are the teams that are good. Mm. Like, And so look at the Grizzlies, look at the whoever's winning the NBA at the moment. It ain't going to be because of the offense. It's going to be the defense is, is, is impacting the game. And so whether it be the Miami Heat, you know, every night they're going to be good. I don't care who you put on their roster. Yeah. It's going to be a it's going to be a fight because that's what they, that's what they uh, demand, you know. And so um, – that's where we're at. That's where I'm at, at right Coach, now. Coach Patrick going to be in speaking to the Sacramento Kings next weekend, <laughs> talking like that. <laughs> well, look, I wanted I wanted to ask Coach about that because, Coach, you know, we look in, in front of the team, we can say like, you guys got to play defense, and it's right, right. You got to play defense, right? But I look at somebody like the Kings, right, and it's like they don't have the defensive weapons, and the best thing they do is score. So as a coach, like how do you, how do you maybe compartmentalize, especially you as a defensive coach, being like, man, I wish they'd play defense, but the best thing we do is score. We do it at an elite level. How do I keep them, like wanting to play defense, but also understanding, like, hey, we got to get our one twenty up. Like, how does that balance work out? Yeah, you know, it's like we're the number two offensive team in the league. Like, you wouldn't think that. So I keep telling them we're number we're the number sorry number two defensive offensive team in the league, but it's still equating to three losses in a row. So mm-hmm. until you guard, like it doesn't matter how nice how sweet our offense looks, and and I feel good that I draw. It doesn't matter unless you go down there and guard. And what I try to tell them is like defense is the ticket to the fast break. So mm-hmm. you get a stop now, you can go and do, do what you want because I do give them um, the first eight seconds of the clock to do what the heck they want to do, and then I, then it's my then it's my time to to run offense. And so that's what I try to uh, give them the bait on, you know, when it's hard, man, like we lead the league in rebounding, you know, we, we damn near in the country in rebounding. Um, but until we defend, we're going to have nights like where it's, it's going to be like this, you know, and yeah. um, I'm just hopeful that it, it, it rears its head here soon. I changed the lineup. If that helped you on, on yeah. Saturday, yeah. I put a freshman in the starting lineup and first play of the game, he takes a charge. Second play of the game, he dives on the floor. Mm. And so the tone was set. You know, and, and I'll and I'll do it again until until I get guys that can defend and, and, and rebound the way that I expect them to. If I play for coach, man, I'd be shooting with uh in the first seven seconds like the shot clock was running down to zero. <laughs> well you give me eight seconds, let me go to work real quick. Let me get the twenty two seconds on the shot clock. <laughs> Shoot, as long as it's a three or your feet are in the paint, man, go ahead and do it. Coach, we talked uh the Kings had a tough one on uh Sunday. And, you know, there was the Kings universe. Yeah, Kings universe was falling apart that night. And it was like, oh, man, this 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 is the moment like it's happening. And there there, there was kind of a moment where it's like, hey, look, look around the scoreboard. Like Denver just lost by 30 
to Minnesota, right? Like those those games happened. The Kings had lost two in a row at that point. But all in all, they're still in a playoff spot. They're still in the third seed. Your goal is to win the Big Sky. It's still very, very attainable for you. How how much are you still reiterating to your team? Like, hey, we had a goal to start this season. It's still very much in reach. How badly do you guys want to get to it? Oh, all the time, you know. And I try to make put the, I try to put our season into into fourths, you know, and in into four to four quarters. And we're in the start of our last quarter. So, like, what can we do in game one this week, which is at Northern Arizona? Can we just go one and zero, oh, and then we'll focus on the next game, which is Northern Ar- which is Northern Colorado, which would be hopefully two and zero. Oh. So that's kind of how I try to focus it, because these guys you can't can't look too far down the road with. You know, and I think even our fans and even some of my parents, so I'm guessing NBA fans, like the Kings have been on the road like a week or 10 days already, oh, right? Man. And I think they still got two still more got days left one. they come yeah. back. Yeah. One more on the road. I mean, it's hard, man, to be on the road, to win, to live in a hotel. I don't care if you're making $10 million, $40 million. That's some long, you know, that's, that's hard, you yeah. know. And, and uh, so if they come off a road trip with a, with a, I don't know if they got six. This is a six-game road trip. If they Seven, come back, yeah. It's seven. seven. They're three and three right now. Yeah. So you come back four and three. I would think you'd take that at the beginning of the season for yeah. for, for any team, for you sure. know, yeah. and um, especially for a new team like them. And so we're in the same boat. Can we can we split on the road every week? Is my goal. If we can go two and zero, that's great. And I'm sure Mike is preaching the same thing to his young young squad. Coach, we're uh, we're on the precipice of um, one of the what is no, that not mean? one of. <laughs> <laughs> we're at the beginning kenny used the school word sac state that's a little sac state word for you right there we are on the precipice of like basketball euphoria i call it that because everybody talks about march madness but it all lines up perfectly right like high school is about to enter playoffs. I think they got like one week left of regular season in high school playoffs, yeah. and you go into uh, conference championships and March Madness and then the NBA playoffs right around the corner. Do you get a chance um, – you've been in college for, for a while now, but do you get a chance to like watch high school playoffs and just enjoy it? I know there's recruiting and stuff like that, but do you just get an opportunity to just enjoy high school playoffs? I love high school basketball playoffs. Oh, it's great stuff. I love it. I love it. I took my kids last week. I went to – and I'm not cutting. Last last week, I happened to go to Sakai versus Capital Christian mm. in uh, in Sakai in, near my hood. That thing was like rocking, you know, yeah. just the atmosphere. And for my kids to see that that, that this is going on in Sac, you know, I went to uh, Christian Brothers the other week. I've been to Rio American. I think my guys today are going up to Elk Grove mm. uh, to watch a game. So yeah, I love it. I think high school playoffs to me is the most purest um, basketball there is, you mm. know, and and. For me, that was still my funnest time in, in, in high school. The playing, uh, the 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 your JV guys coming to cheer you on, your cheerleader, like that's a big deal yeah. to me, and I and I and I love it, and I try to get out as much as I can, yeah. especially being new here in Sac. Yeah, let's go get a couple. To to. Let's go get a couple uh, wins in the cold, coach. Let's go. Let's go get a couple. Man, let's go. Cold in the altitude, bro. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Idaho to Flagstaff. I, I love it. Well, there you go, hey, man. Well, I keep man. saying it, you know. Go, hey, I think I got some eligibility. If you, you need a shooter, no, he doesn't. You know, Didn't you, you just hear this man talking about I could, defense? I could he take doesn't? a, I could take a PE class. 
or a music class. Well, that's what I got to take. J.R. Smith went back to school. Come on. That's right. J.R. Smith played more defense than Kenny did. No, he didn't. <laughs> I'd argue he did. <laughs> he went back to school for clock management. Hey, that was... <laughs> we appreciate you, Coach. Good luck this week, man. All right, guys. Thanks so Thank much. You, Coach. All right. See that's the man, Coach David Patrick, right there. Sac State going to bounce back this week. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, they're gonna have to because they playing in the cold. They gotta, they gotta get them wins yeah, and get win, up out man. of there. It's too cold get, to get lose. Them, get them wins <laughs> and get up out of there. But like yeah. it's 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 funny how many times we can draw the correlation between what Coach Patrick is dealing with and what Mike Brown and the Sacramento Kings are dealing mm-hmm. with, or even just us as Kings fans, because you know it, it, losing you losing three in a row, especially in a short season for Coach, that's that's that's, that's tough. Yeah. But his goal is still attainable, and that's the that's the whole point. Like seasons are long, mm-hmm. obviously an NBA season is really long for those college players. This it's not as long as an NBA season. It feels long for them. Like they're living it, they're going to class, they're doing all of the different things that they have to do that accompanies being a student athlete. But despite these three losses and lineup changes and 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 overtime losses and blowing leads. Your goal before the season is still attainable. It's still right there for it's you. It's still right there for you. Mm-hmm. And you've got to take some steps to be able to accomplish that. But that squad's right there to do it. And if I if I want anybody leading my team, man, it's going to be Coach David Patrick. 100%. And I always like – you know, I'm always careful saying this because, you know, I, I want to win just as much as anybody. Like, it, win. Win the game. Like, that's – you know, and take advantage of the opportunities in front of you. But – Sac State, much like the Sacramento Kings, you're at the beginning of this this build yeah. that you're yep. doing. Like, yep. and you're not gonna go from you just signed Coach David Patrick or you just signed Mike Brown and all right, we were weren't good last year, but now we're going to be um, a, a, a 12 seed in the NCAA tournament, or we're gonna be the three seed in the Western Conference. Like those things usually don't happen out of nowhere like this. There's steps and there's uh, progressions throughout the building of a program, yeah. and they're like mirroring each other right now. Like Sac State got off to a really good start, mm-hmm. hit a roadblock, but like you mentioned, they could still achieve their goal, get into the NCAA tournament, win the Big Sky win tournament. The big sky. They can still do yeah. that. Sacramento Kings got off to a hot start. They're still pretty much uh, on a hot start. Well, they didn't get off to a hot start, but you know what I mean. They they took they off after a, a while, yeah. and you know if they fall to the fourth seed behind the Clippers. Your goal is still right there in front of you. Make the playoffs. Yep. Be a top six team. So, you, shoot, you goal was what are we talking? Play in, yeah. And and yeah. and then it was like, hey, I think this team's good enough to get to a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. And took all of the sideway looks and rolled eyes and all of the emojis that came with those <laughs> types of posts. And like here they are. It's still right there for them in a playoff spot. You know, and and this is this is this is the thing. A playoff spot is the third, fourth, or fifth seed, in, or sixth seed. Mm-hmm. If they drop from three, like it's okay. Yeah. If they drop from four, like it's okay. I know we're starting to think about hosting home games during the playoffs or hosting a series during the playoffs and all of that different stuff. We've moved the goalpost already a couple of times. Right. Get to the playoffs. Get to the playoffs, man. Coach's goal from the first time he joined us, Coach Patrick's goal from the first time he joined us has been exactly the same, win the big sky, and they have the opportunity to Absolutely. do that. Absolutely. And and they've played with everybody. Eastern Washington is number one in, yep. the, in the conference, yep. undefeated. They took them to the final seconds. This last game wasn't as close, but, I mean, they've proven 
that they, they can fought. play with those guys if they play a, a, a complete game. So there's no team in the big sky that you look at and you're like, man, they just can't beat. Uh, James Ham reported as we were talking to Coach Patrick there that the Kessler Edwards deal with Brooklyn is in fact done. Uh, and uh, as we expected, Berton is going to go down. He his he's uh, he was on the ten day contract. He's expected to go down to Stockton. Okay, uh, for now. So uh, obviously that's a bit of a fluid situation, but that's kind of where we're at right now. Once his ten day is up, would wouldn't he just be done? Yeah, that's what. Like I he wouldn't think. be a. No, he wouldn't be part of the the roster or anything like that. Okay. So the deal is in fact done. Uh, and again, no players have been attached to this. So it, 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 it was the trade exception that the Sacramento Kings had. Um, and that's, that's why they needed the roster spot, um, you know, from that 10 day contract. So, uh, moves are starting to be made about, uh, around the association. You're, you're, you're seeing a lot about Kevin Durant. You're seeing a lot about Phoenix and mm-hmm. Kevin Durant. Obviously they got a new owner that was just approved, I remember that I can't remember if that was this morning or yesterday, uh, but that new ownership now is firmly in place, uh, and they 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 want to make a splash. I asked this. Come to think about it, I don't know if I asked this on the radio or the live stream. So if I'm repeating myself on the radio, forgive me. Do you think Chris Paul gets moved? Uh, I don't think that was but, on the that was on the live stream. But, I, I, um, I phrased it as was was Chris Paul available because Phoenix was being aggressive in a pursuit of Kyrie Irving, or was that just a note to the rest of the league? Like, no, we wanted to go get Kyrie, right? But hey, you know, if you want to make a call, we, you know, we ain't gonna hang up on you. <laughs> I don't, I don't think so, man. Okay, I, I, I don't think so. I'm not. I'm not I'd advocating be, for it one surprised. way or another. I was I was legit just asking. Yeah, I'd be pretty surprised, man, if 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 Chris Paul was moved. Um, once again, like I don't know who it would be for. I don't know who would be looking to get Chris Paul. Not that he's some type of scrub or anything, but it's just you know the contract, the age. Like yeah. he fits what's going on in Phoenix perfectly. I don't know if he fits a whole lot of other situations just as seamlessly. So I got you. I'd be. I'd be surprised. It was just one. It was a one-off. I can't think one-off. of a. I can't think of a team off the top of my head where I'm like, you know, Chris Paul helped. Like someone should aggressive or someone should aggressively pursue Chris Paul. I don't know who that. I don't. I can't. I'm trying to think. Uh, I was gonna say Milwaukee, but you got Drew Holiday. Um, All star Drew Holiday. All star Drew Holiday. Yeah, I can't think. I can't think. I, I mean, I don't. Denver? No, no, not really. No. I mean, it wouldn't. It wouldn't hurt, but just to make the salaries match, I don't know if it's worth losing that depth. You know, you know who it, it might be. I feel like I know what you're about to say, but go ahead. The Clippers. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> As I like in my head, I was like, they they could they could probably pull this off, but would they? I, <laughs> don't say that out loud. <laughs> don't say the Clippers out loud. Don't. So I'm, be, I'm glad I'm glad you said it because that's that's kind of what I was thinking. The the thing the thing with them and I would love to see what the Clippers offered um, Brooklyn for Kyrie because what do they have? Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know. They don't have control of any of their draft picks at least for a couple of years. I don't think. Um, and you're talking about I don't know uh, Reggie Jackson, Norman Powell, <clears throat> you're, you're Kennard. Like that's 
you were legitimately it. probably just trying to match contracts and then match money and then whatever. I don't even know what they have to offer in terms of draft compensation. Yeah, uh, like twenty thirty two, unprotected first round pick. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Um, but yeah, I, I I thought that would be interesting too. Uh, but ultimately, I'm with you. I think Chris Paul stays. Uh, with Phoenix, I'm not sure that another quote major name uh, gets moved, but it won't stop us from speculating, uh, and it'll be quite fun uh, to monitor moving forward. Uh, speaking of uh, the Clippers, uh, they got themselves a win last night. Let's talk about that. We'll talk about some of the other things uh, that happened in the association uh, as well. Uh, we'll talk more NBA. We'll keep you updated on everything going on with your Sacramento Kings, and we'll open the phone lines uh, back up for you nine one six. 909-1320. Also a live edition of J Street Vibes coming up when Jason Jones joins e. us uh, in the 3 o'clock hour here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. No, no, no. Back to D-Lo and KC. D-Lo and KC on ESPN 1320. Phone lines open for you, 916-909-1320. Uh, if you want to jump in on these phone lines, please, uh, please do. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, we'll keep you updated on everything. Obviously, the trade deadline is approaching. Things may happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sacramento Kings did acquire Kessler Edwards today in a deal with the Brooklyn Nets uh, that involved nothing more than the trade exception uh, that they had from last year that had to be used. It either gets used it was, or it expired today. Or just goes. Right? Yeah, I, th- I think today was the day it expired. Um, and that's 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 what we have so far. Uh, six eight small forward. Uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, where he fits. Uh, is he around for Dallas? Is he in Stockton? Uh, hasn't played. I, I can't remember the exact date. I closed it. It was like December tenth. It was sometime in December. Was the last time he played. He just wasn't getting run from 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 Brooklyn. So some uh, of the things I've seen from him while while looking at you know some of his film in the last hour, um, kind of like I like his defensive effort. We had a conversation about him earlier this year, and I couldn't figure out why until I pulled him up and realized y'all said he looked like me. That's why we were talking about him. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I, think I was, that was like, we were talking about Kessler Edwards, like, yo, this, this, this is dope. Like, we might, we had a con- <laughs> I distinctively remember having a conversation about him. I go to pull up his notes, and oh, I remember why. <laughs> That's fine. I think it was. I think it was uh, Sean, not Sean P. The the other caller, Sean. Well, Sean P's ducking us. So yeah, he's fine. ducking us, man. I, was, I don't know what's going on there. Um, who said you look like? You? That, that's right. It was Sean. <laughs> that's okay. Calm down. I think you're laughing too hard. Relax. That was funny, man. That's some good stuff. That's some good stuff. Okay, let's talk to Rich because I'm tired of talking to you at this point. I'm not telling you anything anymore. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. Let's get to our man Rich. Rich, what's happening? Hey guys, how you doing, man? It's a beautiful day out here. It is a beautiful day, Rich. I agree. Outstanding. Just got off the golf course. Understand we got a uh, juggernaut trade going on to the Kings. Juggernaut. Yes, that's that. one way of uh, putting it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want to. I want to just two real quick points, and I'll get off. Good. Coach Patrick, that guy. For finishing over 500, he should get a bonus equivalent to his full year salary for playing in that gym. It's the oldest gym in Division One. When I was there in the mid 80s, it was the oldest gym 
in the country as well. So anybody who can recruit is a genius to get people in that gym and to get fans in the seats. So shout out to him doing a great job. Um, also, Kings, they need to move somebody. They need to move Barnes. He's a great shipper. Oh, right my. Now. Oh. Yeah, we need to get him out of there because he's not the future. I like the guy. He's a great bargaining ship. We need to get some of this to get us out of the first round of the playoffs. Real quick, don't don't let him uh, don't cl- take him out, Jesse. Well, who would you want for Harrison Barnes, Rich? I don't I don't make the big bucks to make that call. <laughs> oh. Somebody in there is going to get us out of the first round. <laughs> That's as honest as an answer as I think we'll ever get. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes we, it's that real, man. Like, look, man, I don't know. I'm just telling you, not my needs- job. <laughs> Not my job. I ain't mad at that. I'm not mad at it. Um, I am mad I, at Trader Harrison Barnes. I don't want to. I'm firmly against Rich's plan. I, but, I, but I did catch what Rich said there. I don't know who else caught that. We need someone who can get us out of the first round. Not someone who can get us yeah. to the first. Someone who can get us out yeah. of the first round. And I, I, I appreciate Rich for that. He's yeah. like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm making the playoffs isn't enough for me. I want to win. Call again, Rich. Rich. Rich keeps it a stack like that. Um, but yeah, man. Now we, we ain't moving on from Harrison. Rich ain't calling us. You hear what he said? That man out there on the golf course. He's he living his life. life. He's living his best life. I wonder what golf course he was at. It's not like I would know if it's not the I one right know. on Ramsey uh, would know. If it, yeah, he would know if it's not Valley High Golf Course or the one right off of Freeport or um, the one next to Clarksburg. I wouldn't know. I always say I want to golf, and I do. But I also work like 14 hours on this show. So I just, it doesn't feel like it's in the cards. The, for the other thing golf. about it, when I golfed uh, last summer, might do it again this year, but when I golfed last summer. Ha- didn't so, golf before and haven't golfed since? No. Yeah. I got shoes and everything. <laughs> uh, not, not, not surprising. <laughs> but um, he got like the one pair of off white golf shoes that they have and still the, in pristine the thing condition. Of, the thing about golf. That take forever, man. They need mm-hmm. to make it. It need to be twelve holes. When we got to like eleven holes, You're, I was like, "Bro, we more? still got seven more to go." You're it's the, taking forever. You're supposed to relax. It's supposed to be relaxing. No, it's not. I wasn't playing good enough to, for it to be relaxing. Well, that's that's golf. That's what golf is. Golf the thing cool. with, with it, the thing with playing. Give me a nine. Give me a nine hole course. Well, man. you could do that too. Yeah. The thing with playing sporadically is like I don't know how to play properly. <laughs> so like I'll be done and then I'll hurt for like a week and a half. Like why my, my neck and my back. You got that, that Tiger Woods uh swing off the tee. I just I don't because I don't know how to do it properly. So I'm just yeah. like if I hit the ball as hard as I can, that'll probably be successful. No go like no, this. No, just hit the hit the hit the ball. You're gonna go this way like it did with me. William Land Park I think is a nine hole uh course. Yeah. I think Hagen Oaks has a nine hole. That's course, that, that that's more my speed. Eighteen, man, that's a long time, man. It's a long time. I got that's a lot things, of golf. I got other things I want to do after after the whole eleven. <laughs> Kenny's the only one who loses interest out on the golf course. <laughs> Seventy five degrees outside. Bro, I've sure. been out there for three sure. and a half hours like, already. I don't I don't I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> this this is ridiculous. Just beautiful greenery <laughs> as far as the eye can see. How much longer are we doing this? Bro. Can I we're on the twelfth hole. Slammy, can I get out of here? Look, like, Slammy out, walking by. Can I get out of here? I've been out here for three three hours and forty five minutes. You mean to tell me I got another two hours left? Literally Jeez. only you. You're the only person. Nah, man. We need on, to find man. you a good uh nine hole golf course. Yeah, I'll do I'll do that. I'll do that. I gotta put my shoes to use. Well, you do. Should you get do. those Jordan uh golf cleats too. What's that? 
Should get those Jordan golf cleats. My man, Coach Chris, Coach Chris, he got the Jordan golf cleats. Shout out, Coach Chris. I haven't even replaced my. I, I like. I've literally had one pair of golf shoes that I've had for like ten years. I just don't golf enough to. <laughs> this summer, I'll do a nine hole course. I'm not gonna go back on the eighteen hole. I don't know why this is funny. What are we doing? Kyrie deleted his Instagram apology. Apparently. <laughs> Oh my god! And this became a story. I didn't know this was a story. <laughs> y- y'all need to leave Kyrie alone. This is getting absurd. They on it. They on his head about dude, it. Dude, dude, dude apologized, and now he's being questioned as his introductory press conference with the Mavs about why he deleted his apology. Oh my gosh, man! Oh, Kyrie, y'all just man. Okay, never mind. Just keep it moving. <laughs> Let's just keep it moving. Um, we had mentioned the Clippers a minute ago. I thought Brooklyn. I thought Brooklyn was going to do us a solid. Uh, yeah. Obviously, you know, Cam uh, Thomas Brooklyn, almost came through. But he, he, I was like, "Hey, I think we've got something here." And uh, Clippers was like, "Nah, we got. We, we we're gonna get this." I thought. I thought the Kings with their win, like we've got. We got some things going for us. Milwaukee beat Portland. Mm. Hey, we we all right here, but. No, nah, that didn't happen. Clippers the, uh, got the job done. The Clippers are starting to cook, man. Yeah, and here's the thing: like uh, 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 above, like above all else, in in terms of the teams that are around Sacramento, that doesn't bother me. Only because yeah. I, th- I, th- I think we can both attest. We we felt like this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. We we both thought very very highly of the Clippers headed into this season. They clearly had an approach that they were going to take no matter what. They started out slow, started out sluggish. They weren't going to deviate from their plan. They ramped up Kawhi Leonard in January, and it has paid off flawlessly. Kawhi is playing like Kawhi Leonard, one of the best basketball players in the world. The Clippers are looking like a team that could potentially represent the Western Conference. And so that one, as much as like a Dallas, a Minnesota, that doesn't bother me as much. Right. If if the Clippers move up to, to, to three, I could just as easily see the Clippers moving up to two. Right. Doesn't phase me. Some of these other teams I, I don't like as much. But but the Clippers, it, 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 was, to, it was only a matter of time. Do you um... – do you think the net the Nets the Nuggets are? You think they're the best team in the in the conference? Not just obviously record wise, but you look at the roster. Like if they played the Clippers, no, you pick the Clippers to win that series. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, um, but and I'm I'm not a Nuggets hater. I just don't think I'm a Nuggets appreciator. Mm. I don't. I just don't like. I don't know. It's just not my favorite team to watch. Uh, Jokic is incredible. Like yeah. there's, I, I wasn't the biggest Jokic fan, but I appreciate and respect that dude. Is stupid. He's unreal. Just ridiculous. Yeah. But overall, it's like uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm more of Jamal a flashy Murray. guy. I need. I'm not even the biggest Jamal Murray guy. I like Jamal Murray. I, I didn't say my I guy, don't like him. My guy, I'm just Michael not a, Porter Jr. Bruce well, Brown that's is over guy. there now. Yeah, I, I, Bones I'm, Island. I'm not They're there. trying to get rid of him. I like Bones Island. Well, I'm just they they, they, they look really good with Alex Lynn. They, that would get me to watch them. You send Alex Lynn over there. You and fifty watching Alex. 
<laughs> Ask 50's favorite player. <laughs> Alex Lynn. Hey, do you think Drapes is ever going to punch Kenny on, on television? <laughs> like, who's like, which one is going to punch the other first? Because at I, some look, point. I missed it last night. Did something happen last night? No, like, like sometimes. We they, won by 20. What was it to be upset about? Sometimes it looks like they're just feeding off each other. At other points, it looks like Jay and Stephen A. the other day. Like somebody's gonna throw. <laughs> did you finally catch that? I did. Oh, I finally. I finally. It was real watched. heat right there. Hey, and Jay was right. Yeah, I, I agree. Jay's one hundred percent right. I agree. Like Stephen A. has been doing that forever. Mm. You know, <laughs> I invite you on my show. <laughs> All right, Stephen A. Hey, calm down, bro. We we know you're the guy here. Relax. Um, but. Uh, what what? Well, oh, drapes and, and oh, Dra- Oh, yeah, drapes and Kenny. Yeah, they look like uh, Dra- <laughs> He just looked like they they just look like they want to throw something at each other sometimes. <laughs> look, man, you I- put if you put a, a a table, a ladder, and a chair in that studio, oh, a TLC match is breaking out. And look, uh, uh, you know I love Matt Barnes, uh, Morgan Reagan. She does her thing. When drapes and and Kyle are on, that's that's the. That's drapes and Kenny, yeah. Right, drapes, drapes yeah. and Kyle. Drapes and Kenny. <laughs> yeah. When drapes and Kenny are on, yeah, that's the that's the one right there. Well, right? yeah, it's the one because you have no idea what's going to come out of Kenny Thomas's <laughs> mouth. So you just have no clue what he's going to say. <laughs> Absolutely not. Kenny what? said. Kenny said yesterday. Kenny said he's talking to Keegan Murray. We're forty games into the season. How are you feeling? Hey, like, Kenny, we're fifty-two <laughs> games into the year. Like Kenny, you can't turn away from Kenny Thomas. No, like, no. Just, I am tuning in because I need to know what this man is going to say. Him and Drake, I'll tell uh, you, him and Drake's together, boy. That's the one. Kenny, uh, Kenny by himself, you know he 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 he's my CTV. But when you get Drake's <laughs> together, because Drake's will get to throw on papers, and Drake's will tell like, no, was- no, Kenny, no, I'm not having that. Drake's is a low key hothead. <laughs> Y'all be talking about me. Drapes is throwing papers around the other day. He looked like me when James Ham brought up the rookie wall yesterday. If, if, if Drapes could walk out, like he might. Drapes, Drapes, he, he, Kitty will say something. Kitty will like, Kitty's almost like me sometimes where he's like, he just has a, no, nah, it's not really anything to panic about. Like, Drapes, like, no, no, I ain't hearing that today, Kenny. Yeah, that's, that was that was Sunday night show. That was Sunday night show for sure. You're listening to D-Lo and KC. Love watching Kitty. those two. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 